What's up, everyone? Happy Monday. Day one, dollar zero podcast. Gotta love a Monday when you're just grabbing new clients while you're like starting it. the podcast. I, I was hey, like, bro, two, would two Wednesday work? Noon, man. Absolutely, Wednesday will work. That's right. My guy. Love that guy. Right. Won't disclose who that guy is. Good day. Oh, permission. Good Great day. day. Great day. <clears throat> Good weekend. Yes, sir. We worked a lot this weekend. Mm-hmm. Not a lot, a lot, but a lot. Had some good productive stuff go on, grabbed up a client, um, had fun doing an open house with you. That was fun, man. It's always nice to go back to the basics and I show know. everybody what's up, start converting people and, and just just behind. Sometimes, man, you got to go back and prove a system or mm-hmm. prove a process and just go, hey, listen, don't don't over romanticize what you're doing and don't necessarily forget the fundamentals that got you successful in the mm-hmm. first place. So we have a couple cool ideas. We did some open houses this weekend. We have a couple cool ideas we're going to be doing this fall mm-hmm. um, with happy hour. Just, just cool having stuff. Fun. Just having, having fun. Having fun. Cool it. stuff. Cutting loose a little bit on these open houses and, mm-hmm. and shaking it up, but, mm-hmm. but being productive. Um, last week, and I want to give a little bit of context last week um, because it kind of it kind of dives into this a little bit. It's a different perspective, but it does go into we spoke about being coachable mm-hmm. and the qualities that are needed and the lack of sensitivities that are needed when being coachable and different theaters that you're in when you're learning and what you're asking for and what you're expecting and, and things like that. This week, um, learn how to learn. Yeah, man. Great topic. Yeah. It does. It coincides with being coachable. It's a little bit different because mm-hmm. whether it's online or watching videos or reading or having a mentor, if you if you like to go out and just be a part of something, if you learn better doing that, but learning how to learn so and just understanding yourself and do I need to listen to an audiobook? Do I need to read it? It sounds simple, man. It sounds yeah. like a super simple concept and a lot of people like learning how to learn. Well, yeah, I know how to learn. I promise you, you probably don't. Unless you're unless you're going about everything from a very strategic tactical way, I promise you, you there's a skill set to learning how to learn. One hundred percent. Most people don't dive into it. Yeah. No, you're right. And is that me? Not me. Man, I'm a big deal. Hold on (laughs) a minute, everyone. There we go. I'm I'm a big deal. I'm good. (laughs) (laughs) That was was sarcasm. I'm not a big deal. Um, I might be a little unique in the sense of like. No, I'm not unique. Let's not go there. We have a pendulum of like, you're either about school and college or you're an entrepreneur and fuck school, right? No. You know, or it's like, I don't learn like this. I learn like this. Mm -hmm. I think you got to learn how to be dynamic with how you learn. That's exactly it. Because what if it's like, well, I learn by having a mentor and they hold my hand and take me everywhere and teach me. I'm just a visual. I'm a visual. I'm a visual. Mm. What if there's, what if that's not available? Mm-hmm. Or what if the people that are, are there per se to mentor you are just garbage? Right? That's a or, crush that a lot of people fall on. So maybe you need to learn how to read. Maybe you need to watch videos on YouTube. I don't know, but yeah. I'm big, like for me, like I, I got my degree. I finished mm-hmm. school. Mm-hmm. I do entrepreneur things. Like there's a uh, significant level of success I accomplished through the Marine Corps that required a lot of different ways to learn. Mm-hmm. And you also had to apply them. So we did a lot of classroom stuff and you're going over mathematics and just different things for the range or for shoot houses or, or just how a battlefield, how dynamic that is and being able to adjust. And there is a lot of doctrine and yeah. a lot of reading yeah. that has to go on and you're not getting around it. There are, when you're going through squad leaders course and you're writing op orders, there are 50 page reports, 50 page reports you're going to write with a moonbeam, which is a mm-hmm. flashlight guys in your fucking mouth. Mm-hmm writing it overnight <clears throat> so you have to be able to apply that and then like that report like you got to go out and then execute that the next day mm-hmm. and so in you know as we start off with this i don't want people to box themselves in with i'm visual i'm audio I'm, right. like, no you don't need to claim anything you need to understand like if the the more you can absorb how to learn the more successful you're going to be because mm-hmm. you're not always going to have those a- like those access points to learn maybe the way you want. Just like yeah. in the Marine Corps, man, not everything works all the time, right? Like, oh, well, we use scopes. Mm-hmm. So um, I don't need to learn how to shoot with iron sights. What the fuck did you just say to me? Until that thing gets bashed against a rock or you get blown up. Yeah, then what? And your shit ain't working. Right. Okay. Right, right. Or, oh, we have night vision. You don't need to, like, see at night and learn how to do that. 
just look through your night vision mm-hmm. until I punch you in your face through your night vision because you're being a moron and <laughs> yeah, then it yeah, doesn't yeah. work just so I can prove a point to you yeah. at night. No, right? Like, and I'm being funny. I'm yeah. being extreme. I'm being funny. But the bottom line is you can't, re- just like in, in the Marine Corps when we're, when we're training for the battlefield and you can't always rely on technology to save your ass. Yeah. You can't always rely on one way of learning to save your ass yep. and expect it to just work all the time. And you can't be entitled to the sense that to expect a mentor mm-hmm. to be your crutch, to hold your hand and do everything for you. Like you got to learn how to be resourceful and you got to learn, hey, as many and you're going to have your wheelhouse, right? Some people are just visual. I, got, I understand that. Mm-hmm. But you're going to hit a wheelhouse, but you also need to be adequate in other ways of learning in order to absorb. And that's why for me finishing school and doing the college thing and <clears throat> applying fundamentals physically, you know, in the Marine Corps, in addition to the academic side that you do prior to even physically doing mm-hmm. things, I was forced to have an academic side in addition to what we would call like an, an entrepreneur side yeah. or a physical battlefield side. <clears throat> There's a lot of layers and in, in guys at, at that are at a significant level within the military and leaders just within the infantry. They are extremely smart and extremely mm-hmm. proficient and fighting war is a lot more dynamic and hard than people think, you know, and you dude, you have a lot of Ivy league school dudes there. Did okay. It, that just, yeah. that just need more excitement, like getting shot at instead of being in an office arguing with you about why your case sucks and they don't want to be your lawyer. Or they just, they, they also have like a craving for adrenaline, but dude, they're Ivy league dudes, right? Mm-hmm. Like we talk about some of the, some of the mentors per se, for lack of a better word, a lot of the leadership I had. Dude, some of them were mechanical engineers. Smart, smart dudes. What? Yeah. Imagine that dude, right. a mechanical engineer who just loves adrenaline, mm-hmm. who also wants to put his brain power toward killing you. Yeah, it's deadly, man. It's That's Navy deadly. Cross. It's Navy yeah. Cross deadly. Yeah. It's yeah. it's a badass motherfucker deadly, yeah. right? Like, so that's the pedigree I come from. Yeah. Humble brag, but it's more so to give you context of we fall in this trap of you're either college or you're not. You're either entrepreneur or you're not. Yep. You're either one extreme or yep. you're the other. And we hear this a lot from, from you and I perspective with people that want to come onto the team or people we get exposed to. They're like set in their way of, oh, I, I learned how, like this. Like you can't rely on just like one nah. aspect on how to learn and expect to be successful. Yeah. So with that being said and, and giving some context to today, I do want you to keep an open mind on some of the fundamentals we're going to cover. Mm-hmm. And I want you to at least be open to, hey, maybe that's my wheelhouse. Hey, hitting a fastball right down the middle of the plate. Yeah, man. Everyone wants that pitch. But what if you get a curveball and you already have two strikes? Are you not going to be proficient at hitting a curveball? You're just going to wait for that fastball right down the middle mm-hmm. of the plate? Mm-hmm. No, you got to be proficient at hitting other pitches or you're not going to be at a professional level. Yeah. And what we talk about on this broadcast is considering yourself a professional in whatever industry you are, yes. entrepreneur or not, considering yourself a professional. And I, I'm guessing a professional has got to learn and be proficient at mm-hmm. several different aspects than just one. Yeah. Take that with you while we discuss this, learn how to learn. I remember when I was about 25 and I didn't go to college and, you know, one of my, one of my things was right when I turned 18, I I knew I wanted to get into personal training. So I knew I didn't need to go to college for that. So I paid, you know, my 150 bucks for the course or whatever, got certified. You don't need to (laughs) start a training. Right. Could. Yeah. But I was like, my parents like, Hey, awesome. If you go to college, but you're paying for it, but regardless what you do, try to help people. That was my parents' guidelines. Like whatever you're doing, help people. But if you want to go to college, you're paying for it. I'm like, all right, well, I ain't smart enough to get any scholarships or anything like that. So now that's exactly what I'm talking about today. Don't limit yourself. But I, but I knew, I knew (laughs) I didn't want to go to college. I just, I hated school. I just, I, I hate it. I got B's and C's, a couple A's here and there. School just was not my thing. Um, but it took me until about 25 years old to where I was personal training and it just was enough for me. I kept hitting these marks in my head of where, okay, now I'll be successful. Not happy, not happy, not happy. So I'm like, all right, Eli, you've got to figure something else out. And, but up to that point, I had only read or studied or learned about things that I was interested in or that I thought I could find a direct ROI out of. So about training, about nutrition, about I studied the hell out of that stuff. That's what I liked. So I was like, all right, Eli, you got to start studying something else. So I got on, I'm like, podcasts are a thing, right? So I started listening to podcasts (laughs) and I knew like, I'm like, let me just see what this is. So I started on with Entrepreneur on Fire and that's this guy. What year was this? 
I was 25. So you're so eight tip years of ago, the spear. I'm talking. You're like back in '89. Podcasts were a thing, right? Like, no, it was eight years like, ago. You so they found were like podcasts eight out. years ago. You're such a baller. You're you're so entrepreneur. So tip but of the spear, man. They uh, so entrepreneur on fire. He interviewed a different entrepreneur literally seven days a week. Homeboy is putting out seven podcasts per week wow, without fail. And that's what kicked him off because it was just insane. But that gave me a really good insight from industry to industry and entrepreneur to entrepreneur, how they did it, how they got started. And it was, dude, maybe a month into that where I'm like, fuck, like there's something here. I don't know why I'm attracted to marketing, but I started listening to marketing podcasts. I don't know what I'm going to sell, but I know I'm going to need to sell something. So I should start learning. So from uh, podcasts, it went to audiobooks, audiobooks to regular books for, for certain things. But it was like, I remember 25 years old. I'm like, holy shit. I feel like I'm learning how to learn. Yeah. And that's when I'm like, man, this is what it's like to actually be interested in studying and want to do your homework and stuff. Like I could literally, I felt like I could do anything if I watched a YouTube tor tutorial on it yeah. and understood a little bit of fundamentals. And that was such a life-changing moment for me because then it allowed me to take a step back and be like, what do I want to do? And then I'll just fucking learn about it and apply it and be able to do that. Must be nice. Yeah. <laughs> I'm kidding. I mean, fuck, man. Eight years later, still figuring I'm shit still out. I'm still mad that you knew podcasts was a thing eight years ago. I'm still mad about that. Man, no, it's great. Dirt. So you're more of like the audio visual guy. Uh, dude, everything. Like as a wheelhouse. Everything. Like I got to get my hands dirty for sure, but just to start off. And I think that's, a, that's an important piece, right? Like, well, to start off, I like this. So for example, you know, like maybe I'm an audio or visual guy when mm -hmm. I'm first learning something. Yeah. But once I have a decent grasp, I can then read a book on it yes, or have yep. a conversation about it because I've just got a good understanding. So I also think when you're going over how to learn, understanding that even within the same scope, mm -hmm. there's different phases to learning, right? Mm -hmm. Like obviously, like let's take learning how to drive a car. Yep. Probably a visual thing. Mm -hmm. It's really hard to read a book about a clutch. Yeah. Right. For right. those of you listening, they used to make stick shifts. Yep. They were badass. Yep. yep. Okay. Um, that's probably more a sit in that car and just, even though you're going to suck for a little while, just getting the feel and understanding what that means. And then mm -hmm. if you go read a book on that or see a video, like, it, you know what I'm saying? Like some well, things and, I think and are before just before that, you're riding with mom and dad. Yeah. That's equivalent to listening to a podcast about someone that's done it, right? Yeah. You don't really get to feel Man, it. I set you up for that so good. It's such you a did. good analogy. I, I got to take full credit for that. You don't really get to feel it, but you're like, all right, so we're staying on the right side of the road. All right, that yeah. light turns this color. This happens. I kind of get it. And then by I the agree. time you get behind a wheel or read a book about it, or you're studying law. Mm -hmm. hmm, okay, I understand where this kind of gets. Or when placed. you understand, like reading something that's like, "Hey, don't drink and drive." You're like, mm -hmm. "Yeah, I can, I can see how that's a shit mm -hmm. show." Mm -hmm. You don't necessarily mm -hmm. have to go do it. I got a couple fundamentals I want to hit on today, so yeah. I'm going to back up a little yeah. bit and organize some thought here to, to just because I think people are already picking up what we're putting down. I think people are already understanding yep. like what we're talking about. But a couple of things I want to cover when it comes to like learning how to learn first and foremost, right, is taking accountability. So when we talk about like you learning how to learn something, understand that whatever you're trying to learn, business, entrepreneurship, a certain, you know, marketing in your industry as an entrepreneur, understand that whatever you're trying to accomplish, it is solely your responsibility to learn that. Mm-hmm. Just like we spoke about coaching and different stuff, like no one owes you anything. So if you want to excel at something and be productive <clears throat> and you want to learn, a teacher doesn't owe it to you. Your mom and dad don't owe it to you. A fellow business partner owes you nothing. Like you got to take accountability for learning it. And then when you're, when you're trying to learn, well, I'm a visual guy. Well, there's no visual on this. No one owes you a visual on it because that's how you learn. If that mm -hmm. means you got to read a book or do something else, that's it. If there's no mentors available for you, then maybe you're just not at that level yet. Maybe mm -hmm. you don't need one for the initial start. Who knows? But the bottom line is take accountability and be responsible in accomplishing learning how to learn. No and, one else's and that, fault. And that ties in with being hungry too, right? Because if the first thing yeah. that comes to your mind is, ah, I'm a visual guy and there's not that, or ah, this guy can't teach me, give up right now. You're not hungry enough. You're yeah. going to fail. Like, or just expecting someone to teach you. Yeah. Like mm -hmm. the mindset you have to be like, I don't care what is standing in my way. I don't even know what I'm doing, but I'm going to figure this shit out and start doing things right now. No We're matter what's out too. there. Right. So my next one is understanding fundamentals. Okay. So his example is like, 
what are like core fundamentals in business or in entrepreneurship or sports or fitness or a healthy family mm-hmm. being consistent mm-hmm. being patient examples like that so just because you're starting something new or you want to learn something like Elon and I were putting up we're putting together a couple little different business things for you and mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. let's use a podcast for example mm-hmm. Just because something's new and you've got to learn it <clears throat> doesn't mean that you shy away from fundamentals that made you successful at other things. Consistent. You and I put out two podcasts a week consistently. Mm-hmm. That's what we wanted to hit. We felt like we've had it, we have enough material for it. So we're, we're consistent. We understand that just like the successes we've had in real estate <clears throat> or successes we've had in fitness, yeah. Yeah. successes I've had behind a weapon and being proficient at shooting, it required me to be consistent for a long ass time. Mm-hmm. In addition to that, I also had to be patient in understanding that whatever I want is not going to come right away. You want to be a distinguished shooter. You want to be a high shooter at a scout sniper school. You want to be a high shooter at a designated marksman school. You want whatever it is. It's not going to come overnight. Like you've got to, you've got to consistently apply yourself for a long time. Those so same two, thing, man, they're huge. And here's what oh. I'm getting at. We understand, like, I don't even want to say we understand. People are at least talking about the concept of hustling and like, yo, you got to hustle your whole life. Hey, you're an entrepreneur. You got to hustle your whole life till it pays off. Cool. You get that part. Now, within that, when you're learning something new, you don't learn it in the first day. Mm -mm. Or you, you watch a video on Facebook campaigns and your first campaign sucks and you're Mm -hmm. pissed. You're not applying the same fundamentals that we do in other stuff to now how you learn. You got to consistently approach learning something. So if you're doing Facebook paid campaigns, you're watching video, you're listening to an audiobook on it, you're reading articles, you're reading a vlog or, a, or you're watching a vlog or a blog, whatever it is, you should be diving into that consistently. It's not reading one post. It's not mm-hmm. watching one video and having one of uh, one person's perspective on it. And then thinking that you can go then apply a paid campaign and it's going to just take off crush right you got to consistently dive into the education side while you're doing your trial and error and applying what you're learning mm-hmm. but along with being consistent you have to be patient in the fact that look your first 50 videos 100 video like or p- campaigns they just might not go well yep what you should be measuring <clears throat> to see if it's worth your time or not is progression mm-hmm. if you're finding ways to, every time that you're trying it so if we're talking about facebook paid campaigns if every time you're doing a paid campaign you're getting better at something and there's progression, good. Continue to be patient and consistent behind the work you're putting in. If you've done 100 and you suck and it never gets better, I don't know. I don't know if 100 is the mark. I don't know. But at some point, you got to know when, like, maybe pull the, you know, pull the trigger on yeah. something. But the biggest thing is we've got really good fundamentals and other stuff. When we talk about building businesses and, you know, fitness is becoming mainstream now. So building businesses and being an entrepreneur and, being in fitness, oh, it's it's not a it's it's um what do they call it? Like it's not a destination, it's, it's a, a lifestyle. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, a journey, yeah, it's yeah. a lifestyle. Yep. Like, hey, fitness is forever progressive and yep. I don't think we apply the same ideology to learning. Nope. So th- so these are like a lot of the basic things I wanna I wanted to make sure that are heard today mm-hmm. is one, be accountable that whatever you're trying to learn is on you. And if someone's not teaching you right, go somewhere else. Mm-hmm. If a video's not working, watch another one. If that doesn't work, get on some audio, but take accountability for what you're trying to, what you're trying to learn and just don't stop until you, until you learn it, how you need to learn it. Right. That being hungry. Mm -hmm. And then fundamentals, consistent and patient Mm -hmm. with learning. Huge for me. Hand in hand, dude, hand in hand and taking action. And that guys, I can't stress that enough. And this is why I want to stop on this even a little bit longer because consistency and patience are two of the hardest things to build up and then run them simultaneously together, mm-hmm. right? Because in addition to that, there does have to be this level of like hunger and hustle, which adds a layer of impatience on top of everything. And for you and I, we utilize that. Like I consider myself an impatient person, right? I have ADD. I like things now. Hey, I got this idea. Let's get you this rolling. ADD? Let's get this rolling. <laughs> I know. Actually, doctor diagnosed, right? Um, what? Shut up. You're a liar. <laughs> Why didn't you say that when we first started hooking up? You didn't know that? You knew that. I think it's like 
contagious. Yeah, it probably is. Yeah. Look how we just got off track just it now. <laughs> I think because we've shared water before, like I've drinking some of your ADD so and now I'm just, the, I'm off. The the benefit to that So added, what are we doing on uh, Friday? Are we going out? We doing, what are we doing? All right, yeah. I don't that know. was a joke. That was a fucking joke. <laughs> so the benefit to, and this is where the whole dichotomy of everything comes together and that's why it's so hard for people because you have to kind of have this layer of hustle and I want it now, 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 which keeps you busting ass every single day, but there has to be an underlying understanding that hey i have to bust ass every day i have to go about this like i'm trying to accomplish this tonight but i have i also understand it's going to take years and years and years i want it now 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 <clears throat> why that's that's what my brain goes to mm -hmm. is when people are like working super hard but like i want it now 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 like i and i agree like being hungry and wanting hey i want i want to be successful mm -hmm. i want to be successful like that the now 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 can be to a fault where you become impatient or that's where most people are you shortcut it <clears throat> and what you got to then ask yourself is like when you're doing things like that that kind of break your system or break fundamental practice why mm -hmm. stop what you're doing hey why <clears throat> right dude that was me from 24 to 29 dude i i wasted five years looking for shortcuts yeah five, like i knew i wanted this say path. that again say that again i wasted five years half a decade five years yeah. looking for shortcuts literally like i knew what it took to build a business but every little shiny object that i came across of oh hey you can save time by doing this you mm -hmm. can take this shortcut you can outsource this nope every single one ended up being a massive failure and i lost a ton of money yeah trying to grow too big too fast and, and now you've got some good right perspective way. on like things that actually save you time and things yeah. that are gimmick shortcuts that yep. are just trying to sell you something yep. but again you know like you got to go through some of those lessons like it's not bad that you did and I can say that because it was before me. Like, <laughs> right? Yeah. Yeah. I got all that out of my system. <laughs> I'm so happy. I got you all did. that out of my system. Now I don't have to kill you. Yeah. 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 yeah, cool? yeah. I love that. <laughs> say it with a smile. That's so right. I'm joking. Can you see my smile behind the mic? I, I don't can't. think they can. No, you can be mouthing whatever you want behind that mic. It's no an one can evil see. smile. <laughs> <laughs> but just going through some of that. And, and I think what's so fun about this podcast, and we do have a younger audience, if we can say things to pay it forward. So, you know, younger guys don't have to mm. learn what we learned or don't have to go through what we've gone through and can just take a little bit from this to help save them some time by doing it the right way. It's always worth it. <clears throat> it's like being a dad. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And we did, we did stuff. We did knucklehead stuff as kids. Mm -hmm. So if we can help our kids not, Hey, great. But understanding they still are, you know, but you, again, if you're going to break fundamentals <clears throat> of being consistent and, and being patient with stuff and allowing a process to happen, you got to ask yourself why, Mm-hmm. What I do like about shortcuts are shortcuts that increase development because it's better for you. Let me explain. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> Excuse me. Audio. Prior to audio, <clears throat> like audio, let's be specific. Mm -hmm. Prior to audiobooks, how many people read books? Very few. It's just hard. Like a lot of people. So time Now, let me be specific. I can read this shit out of them. Mm -hmm. I'm rare. I'm super smart. <laughs> but. For a lot of people, audiobooks are better. Yeah. Even for me, audiobooks are better. Do you know why? Not because I can't sit down and read, but it's hard to sit down and read. Not because I don't know how. Time. Yeah. I'm yep. in my car. I'm in my car all day. I'm at the gym lifting. Yep. You know, like so. If I can listen to a book while I'm driving, there's 20 minutes to the gym right mm -hmm. there. 20 minutes home. There's 40 minutes to a book. If I'm at the gym for an hour and a half. Hour and a half. Now, am I going to miss a little bit because you're breathing and you're working out? Yeah, yep. I can always rewind it. Yep. But there's an hour and a half of book time where I don't have to sit down and open a book and not do anything else. Audiobooks allow you to just compound your, your ability to learn. Yep. So when we talk about shortcuts, hey, there's one thing about gimmicks and people mm. selling you a bunch of bullshit. And then there's shortcuts as in just technology. Yeah. And just understanding your ability to learn. And, and now maybe some people can't do audio because they're just, they can't hear it. Maybe some people need the gym for their music because they're just letting loose. I, I get it. Mm -hmm. But I do like shortcuts of just having some self-awareness and knowing how you learn to maximize that time. And I, dude, I love music. <clears throat> I can't remember the last time I listened to music in my car. Yeah. I think yeah. maybe once a month because I'm trying to maximize that time of an audiobook or a podcast. I'm trying to maximize that so much, but dude, I've gotten through so many more books 
and podcasts, if you could count those as books, it'd be even more and really gain a lot of perspective on content yeah. while I'm driving from client to client, while mm-hmm. I'm driving from work to home, home to work, at the gym, to the gym, from the gym. Dude, you and I have a significant amount of time to put behind that if audiobooks exist. Well, dude, I love that. The, just the living in the time that we're in, like, you know, man, an entrepreneur in the 60s, 70s, 80s, they would look at us now and they're like, man, if you, you fuck guys, those guys up in entrepreneurship. Oh, my God. I go, hey, check this out. Google, bitch. But, but <laughs> they're looking, dude, do you know how many people are out there calling themselves entrepreneurs right now that aren't getting information whenever they can from whoever they can? Like every great entrepreneur that's out there, business owner. <clears throat> There's interview after interview after interview of them telling everything that they did to get where they're at and how they're currently doing it. And there are people that are just ignoring. Do you think that's that genetic? <clears throat> Not genetic. Do you think that's born? Let me let me give you some context before mm-hmm. you answer that. I'm at the gym. Been <clears throat> been going to the same gym for a while. Great folks, man. And and most of them are slightly older than me. Mm-hmm. Right. So um some of the moms that work out there, they drop their kids off at same school my daughter goes to I drop her off and then I end up seeing them at the gym and some of them have kids that are like just older than Chloe and then they've got high schoolers as well yeah so these parents are like late 30s early 40s so they're in that like hormone phase with their daughters (laughs) or whatever but dude I I pick their brain yeah a lot Mm -hmm. like Probably every other time I see him, like if there's a conversation and, hey, how's life? How's the family? Hey, how's that one thing going? Oh, huh. Wait till you hear this. Yeah. This happened. Uh-huh. Huh. How was that? Because I got a daughter and she's nine and I'm terrified. Right? I'm being funny. No, I'm terrified. That's, yeah. <laughs> but it's, just changing. it's like I, I'm hearing stuff because, hey, these parents are dealing with high school and junior high in real time. My daughter's not that far off of going to junior high and then having to like deal with the issues and are they going to be slightly different when she gets there in two years maybe but just hearing that from them it 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 already starts like making my brain tick mm-hmm. on how i can prepare for it or man how would i react to that and the more thought process i be- i put behind it no i'm not entirely prepared but if it happens i'm somewhat prepared yeah. to have a reaction and at least because i've put thought process behind it i don't have a knee-jerk reaction I have an adequate reaction or maybe I take some time to think based off of what happened, but it's, there's a process to it. So my question for you, right, as you were bringing that up, it sparked my thought when people aren't hungry enough to be resourceful and take responsibility for their learning ability and just resourcing all they can. I feel like I don't stop doing that. Here's the difference. You understand that you are in control of your life and you've taken control of your life. Which means, hey, I'm going to steer this ship whichever way I can, which means I want a fucking map. I want to know people who have been there. And I'm going to do the best that I can to navigate life, right? More people than not. Yeah. Most of the population jumps in the fucking river on their little lazy boy tube or whatever that thing's called. Lazy river thing. And they just go. And and that's why people get stressed and they're freaking out all the time because they're they're not in control. They're on this thing. They head toward a fucking waterfall and they can't control it. You have the understanding that you're in control of your life, which means you seek information and you try and steer the ship. Well, I have control of like decisions I make, but I also understand like I can only influence so much, right? Mm -hmm. But the more prepared I am, like for example, I don't control my daughter. Yeah. But the more prepared I am from myself, from hearing other parents talk about it that are going through stuff, you know, with with teenagers, Mm -hmm. the more prepared I am, the better I can influence whatever Mm -hmm. situation I don't control pops up. I can influence it the best that I can to either make sure to mitigate it, make sure it doesn't happen again, or maybe prevent it altogether. I don't know, but Mm -hmm. I do, man. So I just, I wonder sometimes if, if it's like a characteristic trait, like some people are outgoing, some people are introverts, some people are whatever. Is it like, Hey, some people seek guidance and have conversations and just love learning from others. And some people don't, I don't know. Personally, I think it's wherever your journey in life has led you at some point, that's something that you can discover yeah. or not. And and I think it's more learned or not. Um, yeah. The other aspect to that is you really care about y- your performance and the people around you. And you I care do. about how you are as a father. You care about how you are as a leader. You want to make sure that you're doing the best that you can about that. Again, more people than not, they just don't care. There's I just not wanna, that accountability on themselves. I just want to die on my own sword. Yeah. <clears throat> Period, man. Like same, I'm, man. I'm cool with wins and losses, right? Same. But if I lose or whatnot, like, hey, cool. 
you know, if people want to point a finger or, ah, you know, like uh, like Monday morning quarterbacks. Mm. Do you know what that mm-hmm. is? Yeah, I do. I yeah, explain yeah, yeah. this. Uh-huh. You got a good memory. Uh-huh. See, you're not ADD. You got <laughs> I, a good I, memory. I use it to my advantage. <laughs> yeah, you, yeah. yeah, you do. <laughs> I do. Um, you know, like they talk about the Bronco game the next day. And like, ah, you should have, oh, they should have done this. Yeah. Well, no shit. Mm-hmm. Oh, he shouldn't have thrown the ball. Yep. Easy to say after you know it got intercepted and exactly. ran back for a touchdown. Yeah, yeah. Asshole. Exactly. Right? Or oh, they shouldn't have dropped they shouldn't have picked up Joe Flacco. Well, now that we're sitting on one four, yeah, it's kind of a almost accurate statement, except for you have no idea what yep. goes behind that. But <clears throat> my thing is, you know, like those guys are gonna die on their own sword. Do you think these guys that are in the league care about what you think at home Monday morning quarterback? And no, because <clears throat> they understand like all they can do is the best they can to influence whatever play that they're on and things don't always go their way. And there's a lot of life lessons in sports. And for me, <clears throat> being a business owner, being a father, mm-hmm. you know, like if I were to like not be here tomorrow, right? Like if, if this ship I'm in control of, let's mm-hmm. say I just drove it right off a fucking cliff. Yeah. Okay? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like fine. Yeah. You know, I just want, I just want to make sure like, Hey, that dude died on his own sword, man. Like That's he did the best you. he could with right. what he had and he took control and just didn't back down and, and approach Same. it. And for me, <clears throat> the fear I have, it's also somewhat bothersome. I shouldn't say bothersome. People don't bother me. Mm-hmm. But I'm a Care Bear. Mm-hmm. Believe it or not. Mm-hmm. He is. He is. Hear me. I appreciate you backing me. <laughs> I think sometimes the most vulnerable state people get in is when they get motivated. Oh, God. Let's talk about that. They get motivated. And there is <clears throat> there's a lot of marketing and sales and gimmicks around emotional purchases. And... A lot of people get into that sheep mentality of like they're super motivated and they want to make a change. So cool. I'll do what everyone else is doing or I'll do what this program says or I'll do what this famous on person on Instagram says, you know, and oh, let's wake up at 4 a.m. Oh, that's how, that's how to be productive. Wake up at 4 a.m. Because mm-hmm. yep. someone else does it. Navy SEALs wake up at 4 a.m. You know, like, oh, if you do that, you're successful. I'm not going to say that that is not one way to approach something and be successful, right? It adds more time to your day. You're up at 4 a.m., no one else is up, so there's no distraction. Like, I understand the ideology to it. Mm -hmm. You could also be tired as fuck Mm -hmm. and not be productive Mm -hmm. and drink a bunch of fucking coffee and take a Mm -hmm. nap at noon. I don't know. I'm being funny. What I'm trying to say, though, is you got to be you. I'm not a 4 a.m. guy. Mm -hmm. And maybe that will surprise a lot of you because like, hey, wasn't that like your shit? Yeah, yeah, that was my shit for a long time. <clears throat> However, no, I have no desire to wake up at 4 a.m. Does that mean I'm less productive? No. Oh, well, you're subtracting hours from your day. No, man, because there's times I'm up till midnight and you're not. You're in bed by 730 with your milk so you can wake up, mm-hmm. you know, at 4 a.m. Mm-hmm. Okay, like don't tell. And then don't tell me, no, dude, I stay. Oh, no, nope, I'm up till midnight. I, and then I, I sleep from midnight to 4 a.m. Now you're a liar. Stop it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Or you did for a day. <clears throat> yeah. What I'm getting at yeah. is, hey, be yourself. Like, understand being consistent. Understand being patient. And also understand it's what you do when you're awake. It's what you're it doing is. with what you got, right? So, like, for me, you know, like, cool, I wake up at 6 a.m., not 4 a.m. I wake up, at, I'm a 6 a.m. guy. Mm-hmm. That's not astounding. Okay. It's consistent. Mm-hmm. Even on the weekends, I'm up mm-hmm. and I'm going to the gym. Like, I just, mm-hmm. because if I, I used to like to sleep in and go to the gym a little bit later, but if I don't go, I won't get it in. Yeah. Yeah. Or if I go several hours later, <clears throat> my, my body's like clock is off. It's not yeah. as good of a workout, but the point is, okay, I'm a 6am guy, but I'm consistently a 6am dude. And I've got a routine. And from when I wake up to when I'm going back down for bed, I'd like to argue that I'm a lot more productive than you, <clears throat> or I'm, I'm in the upper echelon of productive people that I know. Oh, yeah. So, no, I don't think you should just be waking up at 4 a.m. because because someone wake, you know someone successful wakes up at 4 a.m. What I want you to understand is like, hey, look at a lot of successful people and just pay attention to what they do and take as much as you can from everyone and then make your own recipe for success. Mm-hmm. And your own recipe for success is going to be trying different things. Yes. Like for me, man, you know, like I've got certain responsibilities at home and, and, and we're with my daughter. Like those things are just fixed and I'm not negotiating, which means that it requires me to be up at a certain time and home, you know, and home, not at a home, not home at a certain time. You and I work late as hell sometimes, mm-hmm. but there's just things that I do have to accomplish that sometimes like it's just not doable. But my point is 
I'm not trying to be anyone else. Like, let's use right, Jocko for right, an example. Right, right. <clears throat> Jocko's awesome. Okay, like that dude wakes up at 4.30 every morning and he's showing you his watch and he's legit, right? And like, no discredit. Mm-hmm. But understanding, like being a leader for long enough, being successful for long enough, dude, I know like, dude, I don't got to do that to be successful. Mm-hmm. That's one way. And like for what he does, he's successful. So I'm not going to go against it. Mm-hmm. And I'm glad that he sheds light on it. What I'm more glad about versus him just showing that he wakes up at 4.30 every morning what I love is that he consistently shows it. I love that he's showing his consistency. Like, hey, time. you don't got to be 430 yeah. like me. But if you are, then you better do it like me. Yep. And you better be consistent. Yep. But again, not, not to get too long-winded. I want to make sure I'm hitting this point. But just learning from different leadership or different successful people, just doing some recon of like, you know, successful people or leaders or, or people that are in your industry that you like, that you maybe you could mimic or that you like. Just pick and pull everything you can from people and then develop your own recipe for what success looks like for mm-hmm. you. And whatever that is, be consistent. Yeah. And if you're forcing yourself to wake up at 4.30 in the morning because other guys are doing it, just understand like, hey, find a way to be consistent and find a way to maximize the hours you are awake, yeah. not forcing yourself to be a 4.30 guy and you do it for six months and you're still dragging your ass because mm-hmm. it's just not for you and you're not as productive. Dude, yeah, you okay? have to look at longevity, guys. And this is something that coming from a personal training world where I was for so long, people get all gung-ho and motivated in the beginning. And it's like you have to pump the brakes because I don't care about anything you can do unless you can do it for years and years and years. If you know that your ass ain't going to be getting up at 4 a.m. for the next foreseeable future in years, just don't even do it. Make sure you're maximizing the time that you are awake because I promise if we were to follow you around from your nine to five, or your nine to seven, or your eight to seven, whatever, there's places where you're bleeding and you could be maximizing that time before mm-hmm. getting all crazy and waking up at four because guess what? You're going to do that a couple days. Now, you're going to stop. Now, mm-hmm. with that being said, if you're an entrepreneur and you own a donut shop, mm-hmm. you might be up at 4.30. Mm-hmm. Because a lot of your business is <clears throat> super early morning people grabbing donuts before work. Right. Or, no, Will, that's just not for me. Cool. Maybe a happy hour donut shop is in your is <laughs> right. in your repertoire. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe you should just get super crazy and have a happy hour donut shop. Shit, yeah. that might actually work. If you yeah. guys do that, I'll take, a, yep. take 25%. You're welcome. <laughs> um, but you get what I'm saying. Like, yeah. there are some industries or there are some things, you know, where, like, you just got to be up I, early. I would say. And that's the nature of the beast. If there's people that you're following or mentors that, you follow virtual or not, or just some people that you respect and you kind of want to dive into what they're doing. I would say start doing what they're doing before acting like they're acting, right? Like start looking at what are they actually doing? Start doing what they're doing, right? Before you start acting Dude, like there's a acting. lot of people, especially well, with, the, like with the Gary V's and that's shit. Some like, sh- that's some shit talking. It, well, and here's the thing. It's easier to act like that person than it is to do what they're actually doing. Okay, right? so elaborate. Like wearing Air Force Ones, or it's it's easier okay, to. So what do you mean, it's, like it's, acting? It's like It's easier act. to like wear a hoodie and talk fast on camera than it is to actually post. Become Gary V. P- post thirty times a day, engage with fucking everybody that comments on your shit. Like, right? Then to do that stuff over the course of time, like he does. Yeah. Um, it's like easier that. to get up one day at four o'clock or four thirty and take a picture of your watch than it is to do that for 20 years without a photo and you're crushing your day at 4.30. Well, and here's the thing. No one gives a fuck. No one cares. Yeah. No one cares. So if you're faking the funk or if you're, if you're acting like people are acting before you're actually doing what they're doing and maybe Mm -hmm. that's not you and now you're throwing your whole compass off for your your self-identity and your self-respect and and actually being productive in business because you're too busy doing things that just aren't you per se, you're only hurting yourself, Mm -hmm. right? Like you're not, you're not hurting anybody else. That's like looking at your photos on Instagram or you're not hurting the guy that you're pretending to be unless he, you know, and I don't want to say people don't give a fuck. Like people care. Like I care about you, right? Honey, I care about you. Right. But I also got my own shit going on in my own family, my own things to like shoulder and, Yep. You know, so we have to be, yeah, I vent to you, you vent to me, and mm-hmm. we got each other's back and all that. But at the same time, you and I have also have a responsibility to to just manage our load yeah. to make sure that you and I can still be adequate. So it's not that, like, people out there, like, I don't want to say Gary Vee doesn't care or, or Jocko doesn't care. Of course they care to a level, but 
they definitely don't want you acting like them if that's not your cup of tea. And they'd want you to be fundamentally assigned mm-hmm. to this. Just like we're talking about, you know, and <clears throat> again, I'm a fan of just being productive, you know, but I think this needs to be talked about because I do see a lot of stuff about people waking up at 430 and people doing a lot of different things because it's popular because somebody popular on Instagram is doing it. I think you should do it. And I kind of talked about this like in fitness before with like sponsored athletes mm-hmm. um, or people that move from company to company. Hey, before you go signing off on something, go through a process. Yeah. Because yeah. you don't want to look silly. And if we're talking about moving to a different company, whatever, before you put your stamp on that company and tell everyone how, how it's an amazing opportunity because you're so worried about making yourself sound better and you want to make sure that this lateral move you are, you're doing to a different company sounds amazing. Look, we all know better. Mm-hmm. Secondly, you're, you're now putting your stamp on that company. The more you publicize putting your stamp That's on it. something and then have to change your mind, it's okay if you have a change of heart. It's okay if you change your mind. It's okay if something doesn't work. The problem is you publicize it every time you do it, mm-hmm. and now you look like a, like a clown, mm-hmm. right? Like Versus if you're into someone or if they've got a process or a program that you're buying, like don't support it for a while. Go through it and validate your successes off of it. Yeah. Before you talk about it, and now when you do talk about it, you've been you've been doing it for a while. You're proven successful through that process, and now you're happy to talk mm-hmm. about it because it comes from a good place and it comes from truth. It doesn't come from an emotional response and the need to like show people you're doing something. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like I remember one time. I can't remember. I was probably drunk. I don't get drunk, which is rare. Yeah. But I can't. Remember. I was being sarcastic. Like, like, dude, I just want to like take a picture, like tying my shoe. <laughs> Cooking mac and cheese, yeah, yeah. taking a shit, yep. watching TV, changing my underwear. Like, fuck, man. Like, you don't necessarily have to keep, like, just continually posting to show people that you're doing something. And it, it doesn't go that basic. Some people do. But when you're backing a company or you're going to start some coaching process or you're going to start a diet plan or you're going to start some transformation plan, just do it. Mm-hmm. It's for you. Don't run your mouth. Just do it. Mm-hmm. Run an after-action report about what you liked about it, what you didn't like about it, what you gained from from doing it, what you lose if you lost anything from doing it. And then when you post it, why don't you come out with an after-action report or or film a yeah. video and go, hey, for the last 90 days I've been doing this, and this is this is why I chose to go into this program. This is why I chose to do, do this approach, and here's kind of like where I was at in life. So I chose this. Here's what worked. Here's what didn't work. Here's what I liked. Here's what I didn't like. Ultimately... Right, like a, in a culmination of everything. Here's my here's my end state. Here's my thoughts. But, but go through it and don't say a word, because the second you're posting it, like, hey, I'm doing this now. Like, well, now there's an expectation. Yeah. Well, what if you want to quit? Not because you're a quitter, but because it's not for you, right? Like, here's what if pro- I? Here's right? the problem with that. Requires, there's no problem with that. that. Requires, called, honestly, no. The problem with that is that requires two things: patience and self control. Oh, right, right. Because will if if I wake up at 4 a.m. and no one knows about it. Why would I wake up at 4 a.m.? Fuck. Well, yeah. that's a whole different bag yeah, of tricks. People have to know about it if I wake up at 4 a.m. But I'm that asshole that if I see you do it, I'm watching every day. Yeah, dude. Because guess what? There's a ton of people that wake up at 4 a.m. and don't say shit. And you know what? Those same people are going to dude. their second job at 6 p.m. And then they're coming home to kiss their kids goodnight who are already in bed so they can go and do it again the next day. Dude. Moms. Yes. <laughs> Moms. More of them than not. Moms live are that like way. The unsung heroes. Dude. Yes. Up. Great. Up in the middle of the night three times. Yeah, dude. Up super early in the morning. You know how many single ready. moms are out there that work two jobs that just There's go their entire life? Yeah, I've heard that somewhere before. Don't say shit. Maybe you said that before. I've heard that somewhere. And, and they're not posting their fucking watch. No, they're just they out there getting to work. And I'm okay if you post. Like, don't keep me wrong. I post. I market myself. I post and I, I put things out that I think are valuable, but. My, my whole synopsis when I post is I want people to be thinkers, right? Like I want to challenge thought. I don't want you to do what I do. I don't want you to not do what I do. I want to challenge and spark thought within you. Like if I post something and it's controversial to you or it rubs you the wrong way, I like that. Not from a negative standpoint, but hey, okay. Is this, po- is this post like speaking to you? Mm-hmm. Why? Mm-hmm. Why? And then don't be self-conscious about it. Don't just, hey, question it. But, and dude, when people say they're like waking up at 4.30, and here's my thing. If you start posting it, you can't stop. Nope. Don't stop posting it and then go, oh, no, no. No, I wasn't doing that to post every day. I was just doing that the first day to show. I was no, like, what I was, no, it. come they on, man. 
you're doing like, <clears throat> and it, here's my thing. I'm not watching you to hate to be a hater. I'm not. Whether you do it or not, I'm indifferent. Mm -hmm. But now that I've seen it, I'm just curious about human behavior. Mm -hmm. I don't think you can go as long as you've gone and do the things that I've done in life and just not be super curious, curious. about human yeah. nature. Yeah, yeah. Like if I do this, what do they do? Yeah. If I do that, like, uh -huh. or also just being like that people watcher of like, hey, I have no influence here. I watch somebody post something. Mm -hmm. Interesting. See you tomorrow. <laughs> I see it the next day. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Third day. Nope. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's not to be a hater. I am just so utterly curious mm -hmm. about human behavior. Mm -hmm. But what that what that does tell you is like, look, you get a small window to earn your word. Okay. You can lose that. And if you're in sales or business or relationships, and you go tooting off the door, even if it's just for yourself, mm -hmm. right? Like, I'm going to lose 60 pounds, okay? And then you don't. And a year later, people see you the same weight. You don't think that affects how they judge you in business, oh, how yeah, serious that they take you? Yeah. It affects. So even though, like, oh, that, that weight loss goal was just for me, and, oh, circumstances change, uh-uh, <clears throat> none of it matters. People are still, I don't want to say judging you, but it's a thought. Like how many times are you going to, you know, or like the people that lose the same weight every year. Yeah. Dude, this is part of the reason why I don't like diet multi-level marketing companies. Not because I, I, I'm pissed off at MLM or the, or the, the framework to that. No, if something's a great product, like it's a great product, but I also know that the people are the product. Yeah. And I, and some of those people that pitch that stuff to me, they're taking the same cleanse twice a year. And they're losing the same 40 pounds every year. Yeah, that they gained right back. Why would I take cleanse? your product? No, no, yeah. the product's great. I understand that the product's solid and it's your lack of ability to stay committed. What I'm getting at is you're the culture of that brand. Mm -hmm. That's not my culture. Yeah. And you keep putting it, and here's the deal. No one is going to throw that comment on your shit. If you're a yeah. nice person. Yeah. And I'm not going to say that. That's an asshole thing to say. Yeah. Right? But hopefully you but can listen, hear it here. People yeah. are thinking it. Yeah, they are. And when you're losing the same 40 pounds every year, yep. but you're trying to sell someone a diet product or pitch your MLM or whatever it is. Yeah. Or you're you're committing to something and then you stop doing it. People are watching. Yeah, and what are. I'm getting at is, just don't take yourself too serious. Have some fun and, and do it. But understand, there's weight behind your words, and mm -hmm. understand, like you should be you should be protecting your thoughts. And if you commit to something, then you should commit to it, whether people are watching or not. And if you want people to watch, then that's fine too. But you better be super committed if you're going to put it on a platform. Mm -hmm. Super committed. Now, you said a word earlier that I want to touch on before we wrap up, um, but this is my last kind of point, and I'm glad you brought this up. So uh, there's two things where in life, whenever I feel it or, you know, I'm aware of it, that I've kind of like, I have red flags go off my brain, right? And one of those is when I feel comfortable. Most people would probably like feeling comfort. Oh, hey, work's good. Things are just smooth right now. Everything's just good. I'm in a groove. To me, red flags go off. The second one, and that's what I want to talk about, is when I feel motivated. When I feel motivated and when I feel that surge of motivation, we all know what that feels like, right? That used to be a really good signal for me after making some very poor decisions that were around motivation. Now it's a red flag. So whenever I feel that level of motivation. What do you I, mean by that? That feeling of excitement that you, you feel get, motivated, so that's that that becomes a red flag now. It, mean, it, it means I need to pay attention to this, okay? Because that's an emotion, right? So it's like, hmm, okay, this is an emotional response. It's gotten me in a lot of trouble in the past when you're motivated to do something. To, oh yeah, that's a, hey, fuck it, let's do it, you know. And it's very easy to make poor decisions based out of motivation or. Are you talking, so for an example, like when you and I were going over some of our real mm -hmm. estate training today, mm -hmm. and I'm, I'm like, a, I've got a, even though you're more analytical than I am, I've got a super systematic brain and I see 10 mm -hmm. steps ahead. And we were talking today about like, hey, yep, all these things are awesome, but hey, we got to get back to the, we got to get to the drawing board and we got to jot this thing like, yeah, dude, mm -hmm. I'm glad you said that because like I was going over this book and hey, this stuff is like more in depth and more calculated, and more deliberate than what yeah. it appears to be on, yeah. on online. Right. Are you talking about that? Like you yeah, get motivated, just, like, oh, fuck it, let's do it. But then you're not taking the right approach. You, you allow the motivation to 
to become this spur of the moment thing, and then you just put that, the cart before the horse, and you take yes. a good idea and drive it in the fucking that's ground. That's exactly it, what I'm talking about. Just to give some context to the to the podcast. That's right? exactly what I'm talking about. Doing too much, too fast, making poor decisions. Maybe you had some success, and then you you get motivated. Hey, fuck yeah, this is working. Let's go, yeah. and then just burn it to the ground yeah. or you go to the gym so much in that first month that you could have lost that hundred pounds if you just paced it out but you mm -hmm. wore it all out in that first month or you month. get super motivated for chest day because the pump feels amazing so you do chest every day yeah dude yes that's yes. a wreck you'll and, wreck and shop now here, that. here's the difference like <laughs> for for me now anything that we dive into uh anything that goes on our plate is thought out and then it's just expected that it's going to take some time. Now, the caveat to this, and this comes with experience, is that you're going to do everything that you can today to move that forward. You're not, you're patiently impatient. Like, I guess that's the way I like to put it. You understand it's going to take a long time, but you're busting ass every single day to get it put together. And you're not, and, and it's only through experience. Like, I know I can go to the gym and I can bust ass every single day and I'm going to be okay, but that's because your muscles are calloused and they're used to it, right? But you still need direction if you want to make progress. You still need direction. I can go to the gym right now and work hard every day mm -hmm. and not be as good as I should because there's no. I just don't have any, I just, oh, what do I feel like working on today? Oh, I feel like doing arms. Okay, and then like, but it's like, well, what's your goal for your arms? And then based off of what your goal is, how much weight, how many sets? Yeah. Are we doing drop sets? Are we doing supersets? Like, based off of what you want your arms to, to look and like then, or what you want your legs to look like. So yes, you can go, you can take that motivation mm -hmm. of the gym and work super hard every day, but because it's not calculated, you might not get well, as much of the result that you want. And motivation is just temporary. Like motivation is temporary. It's gonna subside. So when that motivation goes away, are you still gonna enjoy doing what you're doing? I'll These tell you what, go do some time in the Marine Corps infantry. You come out of that alive and you're gonna be motivated about life. Mm-hmm. Even when I have bad days, mm -hmm. but perspective. But that's not motivation, though. That's something else. That's the next. Don't you that, tell me how that's I feel the next level. Life. That's the like. Don't tell me how I feel, that's, dude. That's the obsession of just you, no, you're, you're enjoying life now. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like that motivation subsides, guys. Like you all know the honeymoon phase of whatever you're doing, right? A new relationship, whatever. Eventually, the honeymoon phase is going to go away. That's your motivation subsiding. It will, and not. then you're like, "Oh shit!" All right, Kate, if you're listening, every day. every day is amazing. <laughs> every like, every day is, is a holiday. Doing. Every meal is a feast. Right? Yeah. <laughs> no shit. She no hates shit. my guts. <laughs> uh, but it's true, guys. So that's where, whenever I feel motivated, I just take a little extra time to to maximize see if what I'm it. feeling is real. Well, you want to maximize that motivation. Like if that motivation is your rocket, that's going to get off the ground. You got to make sure it gets to orbit and you don't crash the rocket. So yes. if you're super motivated yep. about something, maximize that window to make sure it's calculated and there's a direction yep. behind it. My biggest thing, my last point, you know, that, now, is there anything else that you want mm -hmm. on that? No, nope. you're good. Nope. I didn't mean to cut you off there. Um, my biggest thing is when you talked about comfortable. So for me, when I hear the word comfortable, to me, it equals ready. <clears throat> like if you're comfortable, hey, I'm comfortable with my business and I'm comfortable with my workload. And obviously we're talking entrepreneurs and business people that want to scale. Mm -hmm. You know, if, if your whole if your whole objective is to be comfortable and, hey, this is all I'm working and that was a, cool. I'm not mm -hmm. talking to you. I'm not even mad at you. That's great. True to yourself. But for me, for, for the sake of the podcast and what we try to preach and, and what we do for ourselves, when I'm comfortable, I'm ready. Mm. As in, I'm comfortable with my workload. I'm comfortable with my schedule. I'm comfortable with what's going on around me. I can take more. You're ready for more. I'm ready for more. Mm -hmm. Right? And then... The other thing too, right, is being able to convert how you feel. Mm. So when I feel comfortable, transitioning that into understanding that I'm ready mm -hmm. and then ready for what? Mm -hmm. Or if I've got motivation, being calculated with my motivation, <clears throat> but regardless, it all needs to, to work in a, in a toward direction. Like, I don't know mm -hmm. if I'm saying that right, but mm -hmm. what I want is I want my, I'm like, Oh, I'm stressed and my life isn't going how I want it to. That's motivation. It could be. Yeah, it is. Hey, I'm yeah. bitching and I'm moaning and I'm not happy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So my anger and my frustration needs to have direction. Yep. My motivation. I, oh man, like this is so motivating. We're gonna do a we're gonna build a podcast. Needs to have direction. Mm -hmm. Hey, I'm comfortable. I'm feeling that. So whether I'm feeling angry, upset, stressed, super motivated, happy, comfortable. All of these need to convert to direction. Yes. Does it, that make sense? It does. So, And and, he, and here's the biggest point for that, and I'll let you, yep, and then I'm yep, going to let yep. you finish this off here. Motivation is going to kind of come and go. I agree. Mm -hmm. 
being ready is going to kind of come and go because you're going to get that workload a little higher than, mm -hmm. hey, I'm not ready for more. This is more than enough. And, you know, the stress of being angry or being upset, that's going to come and go. All of those feelings are going to come and go. What's really hard to allow to come and go that can be detrimental is when your direction mm -hmm. comes and goes. Mm -hmm. Okay. That's my piece. And that's why everything for me needs to convert to direction. Yeah. Because, dude, I can have a bad day. Yep. But I didn't lose direction. Yep. Okay. I can have a great day. I'm not losing direction mm -hmm. and I can kind of get comfortable and, and okay, but not lose direction. Mm -hmm. That's why I funnel everything there because these are temporary. You're right. They're going to come and go. I really don't want my direction of what I'm trying to accomplish. Come and go. Like I got to I got to be in that path, understanding the good days with the bad and yeah. the comfortables with the knots. Like, mm -hmm. but it's got, I got to be falling forward. You know what that skill set is? And this is probably a whole other podcast. Cause that is a real skill set is going from, Two, two frames of mind, problem mode, like Will said, okay, got this going on, this problem, this problem, this problem. Now what? Solution mode. Flip that switch. Okay, I've got these problems. Fuck the problems. Don't talk about the problems anymore. We know what the problems are. Solution, 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 solution. Now taking action on those solutions to take care of those problems. Mm -hmm. That anxiety you're feeling about those problems goes away like that the second you start writing them down and taking action <coughs> to get rid of Resolve. them. Resolve. Dude, that's a skill set. All right, problem mode, solution mode. People get stuck in that mindset of and just problem mode, problem dude, mode. There's been days I have called Eli at 9.30 at night and talked to him for an hour and a half about some shit. Mm -hmm. And I'm just getting it out. But having that self-awareness. And I understand, like for me, I understand like when I talk. That's even your solution though, mode. Even though I'm talking, I'm pro like the more I talk, the more I'm processing my yep. thought. Yep. And the more I get to some type of resolution of like, okay. Got it out of my system, but I've also processed it. Hey, here's how we're going to attack that tomorrow. Here's how we combat That's this. That's one of your segues to solution mode. So when we talk about learn how to learn, sometimes you can teach yourself something by having some self-awareness. So if I'm talking for two hours, it might sound like a rant, mm -hmm. but I'm also processing everything I'm saying. And, yep. and is you that know accurate? That. Is that not accurate? And I yeah. dude, and I know that. Yeah. So I got to get it out. But then I'm putting pen to paper and I come up extremely quickly with some type of resolve on how we're going to handle that or combat mm -hmm. whatever we're doing that week that caused that issue. Okay. Plans in play. Here's what we're doing. We're doing quarterly reviews. Here's why, here's how, here's when. And then we start creating that content for it and we start setting the team up for success. And yep. here's, and you know what I mean? Like, so this comes down to just like, it's great to be. And I guess my last point for today is as much as we've talked about being external, right. And seeking a mentor, seeking a leader, audio books, normal hard copy books, YouTube, whatever it is. Hey, great. Don't forget intuition. Mm -hmm. Don't forget having self-awareness. Don't forget how to identify how you process things. Like don't shy away from that stuff and don't be so external that you have no internal. Yeah. However, you're not going to get to like a good place with your gut feeling and you're not going to get to a good place with your own intuition. If you're not playing the game, it's if true. you're not consistently in your craft, you're going to doubt everything you do because you just don't have enough content like you mm -hmm. don't or context you just don't have enough so for me like i do there are some things like well an hour and a half conversation like that's a lot you're right but the shit i do after that might save us six months yep. of time yep. but with integrity i use it well mm -hmm. you know and i try to minimize as much as i need it you know but having self-awareness processing thought having intuition like don't be afraid to go internal while learning how to learn mm -hmm. right and, and versus like just focusing on books and just doing what other people say just don't forget your own intuition don't forget being yourself and don't forget to just process things how you just have to man like mm -hmm. I, i'm not sure if i'm saying that right yeah you are but it's super important because at the end of the day everything that you learn you got to figure out how that works for you yeah okay there's fundamentals okay but you got like like a baseball swing yes there's there's a, a certain fundamental on how a bat should come through a strike zone, okay? Yeah, but is everyone a little different and does everyone mm -hmm. like wiggle the bat or stand slightly different? Mm -hmm. Are there a lot of things prior to an actual sing mm -hmm. that's different from baseball player to baseball player? 100%. So again, like have your fundamentals and learn as much as you can and soak it all in, but understand you're trying to figure out how all of this external content you're taking in applies to you, Yep. not learning how to be someone else. I gotta be Grant Cardone. Grant does this, I do this, 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 this. I'm Andy Frisella, I do this, 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 this. No, 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 no. You're trying to figure out how those guys 
what they're teaching you and what you're soaking in, how does that work for me? Not how can I be Andy Frisella? Right. Not how can I be Grant Cardone? No, no, no. You got to be your own version of, and you got to take everything in. How does that apply to me? That's my last point. For the I day. like it, man. That's like it. You. Let's wrap it up. Happy Monday. Happy Monday, guys. We'll see you later this week. Yes, we will. Friday? Is it Friday? Yeah. I think we're doing one Friday, 3 p.m. Day $1 zero. We're going to get after it. Out. What did you say? <laughs> <laughs>